Hey ladies, welcome to the Bus Mob Podcast, a breast and body positive resource that was created for the extraordinary women of Bus Mob. Now, if you aren't familiar with Bus Mob, we're a community of kind and supportive women who are really just cheering each other along on our booby journeys. Now you can join us for free and connect with thousands of other ladies at busmob.com. I'm your host, Jenny Eden, and I'm joined by one of my favorite people, Greta Nance, and we have such an exciting show for you today. So today I'm going to be interviewing Greta Nance about her recent tummy tuck. I'm glad we're doing this so I don't forget. Right. Because I do think it's probably like childbirth where the longer it goes on, you just really forget. Mm -hmm. So it's been about three months. So hopefully I'll remember. Yes. So, okay. So I got a a bunch of questions I'm going to ask you. Okay. But first I want to know, like, what was it that made you think – you know what, maybe I should get a tummy tuck or maybe this is for me. Like, what was it that was bothering you that really made you pull the trigger? Like, this is it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like my, I think everybody's journey or experience like this will be different, but I feel like mine was too. I do think I tried almost everything else I could do, which I know most people don't, (laughs) um, before settling on this because my oldest son is 12. So for 12 years, I've not been happy with that area, um, but I thought, okay, diet and exercise, you know, um, okay, let me try cool sculpting. I did cool sculpting many times, and that definitely helped, mm-hmm. but it did not get me to what I was looking for, which makes sense now in hindsight. Like, my issue is muscle for the most part and fat, <laughs> but cool sculpting just addressed the fat. So then at one point, I had some liposuction too. I was having an implant exchange and I'm like, hey, there's some areas around my belly button. Um, can you liposuction that? Still just didn't really get me to what I was looking for. And then when I hit 40, I really felt like I was in great shape. Um, I My weight was basically where I wanted it. Um, I felt very toned and firm, but I hated the proportion of my body. And I shouldn't say that. I, I love my – like. Don't jump on me out there because people (laughs) were negative about this. Like, I don't hate my body. I just, I love clothes. I love to try on clothes. You know, I got into doing my outfit of the day on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That was fun. It gave me a reason to engage with people. But I never liked what I looked like when then I took the picture or when I looked in the mirror. I'm like, my waist is just so thick. And gosh, I look at these women who have these, you know, smaller waists. I know that will never be me. But I often felt like it bowed out even. Mm. Um, And I look at my mom, and I know she won't listen to this, so I feel okay saying that, who's super fit and very thin. But I remember even as a kid noticing she had this like lower pouch. Mm. And she was very firm, but I'm like, she would have to buy bigger pants to accommodate that. And like, I felt like I was already heading in that way. Mm -hmm. Like when I breathed out, I could easily, that's exactly what I look like at 14 weeks, 15 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I actually felt like it was getting worse. Like the more I worked out, that that problem was actually getting worse. I remember you saying that. Like you could almost see the muscles. Mm -hmm. Not where – like not in the middle, but kind of like more to the side. And Mm -hmm. you said like the more you worked out, the more – they kind of went out to the side, yeah. defined. Yeah, and and working out too. Like I definitely had a weakness in my abs. Like there were many exercises I couldn't do, like leg lifts, you know, or star crunches, and all those? these kind of. Uh, you lie on your back and make I like wanna. a star, like <laughs> ab things that I'm like, gosh, I'm working out a ton, and there's a weakness there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know a tummy tuck, even though I'd worked here, seemed extreme to me, but. 
the more frustrated I got and then the more women that I got to talk to in orientation who went through it and were like, oh my God, it was great. It wasn't as bad as I thought. And obviously the fact that we do modern tummy tucks, Mm -hmm. I would have never considered it if I had to do drains and all these other things. It just became something that I couldn't get out of my head. Mm -hmm. And you know, I didn't have a consult for a while though, but I would say to you, I want to do this. I think, Mm -hmm. when should I do it? (laughs) But I still didn't pull the trigger and have a consultation. Um, until the end of 2019. But the minute I heard from a surgeon, this is a real thing. You have separated muscles. You'd be a good candidate for this surgery. And then I said, well, here are what my expectations are. And they said, we could meet those expectations. I was like, when can I do this? It's like I needed to hear that there was nothing else I could do myself. Yeah. Validating. Um, Yeah. It was, it's a weird psychological thing, but that's when I was like, this isn't vanity. This isn't risky. I could, This can be solved. Yeah. And for you, it's like there's nothing you can do to mm-hmm. pull your muscles back together. Yeah. Like only surgery can do that. Yeah. So walk me through what your consultation was like, because I bet people listening have no idea what, yeah. what is entailed. Yeah. <laughs> what did you – what happened? Yeah. It, and it's always different here because my – surgeon is my boss, you know, in a way. So it's a little different, but I don't know. That doesn't bother me. People always ask me, especially my surgeon is Dr. Pyle. Um, the people joke about how cute he is and how weird that is. You know, you're showing the thing that bothers you the most <laughs> naked to a person, you know? So it's never comfortable, but I don't know. I was so excited about putting either this to bed or moving forward with it, that I was almost like, wait, no, no, look, look, feel this. <laughs> what like, about this? Yeah. Um, so, you know, he greets you and pulls you back. And first you kind of have a conversation as to like, why are you even here? You know, like what are we? He doesn't, they don't assume anything. And I'm like, hey, you know, my children are this age. I've noticed this, you know, and then they're like, okay, well, let's have an exam. You know, that's the part most people dread the most, but it really wasn't so bad, you know? So there's kind of a little exam room off their office and, you know, one of the team comes in and it's like, here's a gown for you. There are these nicer silky gowns too. So it's not weird. It's like a robe. Um, and there's always like a chaperone in there. So it's kind of nice to have another woman in there and go, do you see this? Do you see what I'm seeing? <laughs> um, but then they really want to address like the muscle part. So that was interesting to me, like to feel, have you almost flex a bit? It, you know, you kind of sit in this chair, kind of like a bed thing and Like they can feel that separation or not and say, hey, you've got this. They kind of address your skin, like or pull on your skin Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, And then that was when I'm like, okay, wait, I also want like, look at my body as a whole and help me be more proportionate because I was also interested in adding some liposuction because I really just wanted to have more shape. And so that's when we got to talking about inner thigh liposuction. I thought I needed outer thigh liposuction. And thank God I'm not a surgeon because he was like, no, that's the opposite of what you need. You need some hips for shape, but you'd be a great candidate for inner thigh liposuction, even a little on your knees. Like I appreciated getting a whole picture of like, hey, look at my whole body. Where else can you <laughs> suck something from? Like, And since liposuction is included in a tummy tuck all around your back and sides, like that was an area of concern mm. for me too. And that gave me a like, oh, 360 around, am I going to have more shape? And that's not an additional cost. So mm. I did add on my inner thighs, which was obviously an additional cost. But by doing it at the same time, I saved money mm-hmm. and recovery. I'm yeah. so glad I did that. 
I know I've heard a lot of offices don't offer the 360 lipo. They mm. only do it in the front. Yeah. So I love how here we do it all the way on the sides and in the back, like an inch and a half from your spine. Yeah. Because it does create more shape and definition. You're not just flattening the front. You're no. contouring the whole area. No. The other part. So then the exam, like that's pretty brief. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe five to seven minutes. Um, then you get back dressed and go into their office. And I love this part too, because again, somehow I needed validation that this was okay to do. And I know all of our surgeons do this, but Dr. Pyle does too. They really show, they do a drawing of like your specific anatomy, like how far your muscles are separated, what actually is going to happen, what they do with your belly button, if they're touching it, where your incision will be. And like, again, seeing him draw my muscles being separated and then what that would do to my waist when he brought it in, I was like, can I take a picture of this drawing? Like that like gave me life for the month or two I had to wait till my surgery mm-hmm. knowing, oh my God, this is no longer going to be the way it is and I'm going to have some of a waste. And here's where like – so they spent about, I don't know, 30 to 40 minutes going through the ins and outs of the surgery, how it's actually done, what your specific rec- recovery would be like because I appreciated that. Everyone's different. I don't have little tiny kids at home. Mm-hmm. But if I did, I would need to know, hey, when can I pick them up? What about a high chair? What about this? They go through all that. Mine are a little older, but I wanted to know, like, when am I going to go back to work? Do I need a recliner? Like all of these things. So you kind of get all your questions answered. And then you see a patient care coordinator to get your money quote. Because nice. that's an important part. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, we know this this surgery is not inexpensive. And so they kind of walk through, hey, here are your options for payment. Do you want to finance it and pay it over time? Do you want to pay it all up front? You know, here's when things are due. Like then we kind of, we set a date as well. Like I was pumped after my consult and I wanted to get through the holidays. Like at the same time as I wanted it done immediately, I'm like, I also need to think this through. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be some downtime and I'm going to have all these social obligations. So let me wait till I did it in early January. And that was great for me. I didn't really have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Who would have known I did it before quarantine? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wish I could get out there and show off the new bod a little more these days. But that's what Instagram is for. (laughs) Yeah. But the patient care coordinator helped me work through when's the right time for my schedule to do this and how should I pay and help me get all those appointments set up. Mm -hmm. So my consultation was awesome. It was definitely a pivotal point in deciding whether I should do this or not and when I should do it and if it was right for me. And I had no doubt they were going to tell me no if I wasn't a great candidate for it. I think that's almost why I was scared (laughs) to Mm -hmm. do it for a while. Like what if I don't hear what I want to hear? Um, but the opposite was true. Mm. And them saying, you're a great candidate for this was like, woohoo, ring the dinner bell. Yep. <laughs> so my consultation was great. So I love how you've documented it on your Instagram. You have like a highlight reel. You helped me. I did, but you created it. <laughs> and you took a picture of, didn't you take a picture of the drawing that he did? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and of the quote. Yep. You posted that too. So I like how transparent you were from like beginning to end with your journey. I'll tell you that was an accident. And like the hat, one of the hat, easily the happiest accident I've done in 2020. Like I I think even just a couple weeks before my surgery, I posted a tiny bit about it and I got such feedback, good and bad, that I'm like, I'm on to something here to help other people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't get very much negative, but the negative always stands out in your mind. And I'm like, God damn, you know, if I'm getting this negativity, doing this from, I'm truly the healthiest, 
mindset Mm -hmm. of being in this industry and being super educated about it and being able to afford it. And I'm still getting this. What must a normal person experience? And then I think I showed you, I, I found a couple people who were having tummy tucks and, you know, influencer type people in other states. And it was horrifying. Like the amount of misinformation and the drama surrounding it. I'm like, you know what? I have a friggin' obligation to do this in the right way. Mm -hmm. If someone's researching it and this is what they're seeing out there, it's so scary. And I'm like, I am nervous about it, but I want to do it. I want to be as transparent as possible and not add the whole fear factor or the guilt factor. Mm -hmm. And so I did not set out to document everything. And if anything, I wish I would have done a little bit more ahead of time, taken even more before pictures. Um, But I'm so glad I did. And it's been really helpful for me mentally, Mm -hmm. like to be able to look back at those before pictures, taking those before pictures were the was one of the best things I did. And then you taking some surgery pictures was also really helpful. Like waking up and not really understanding what happened (laughs) and then being able to look at my phone that later that day and look through them, I was like in awe of the human body. Right. In (laughs) awe of surgeons, in awe of like – and even – like anytime right now, I'm kind of like, oh, I've been snacking a little too much for a couple of days. I truly look at those pictures and I'm like, okay, Greta, you went through this. Mm-hmm. You cannot slide back into bad habits. And I know with what's changed, I'll never, like my shape would never look like that again. But I feel like I owe it to my body and myself to maintain this now. Like I feel more motivated than ever. That's awesome. So tell me the difference between all the other kinds of tummy tucks. Like there's many, mm. there's a full, there's mm-hmm. an extended. Yeah. Like what the heck does all of that mean? I like, again, even though I've been here for years until it really became super personal, um, I didn't really dive into the differences of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really confusing. And I think what everyone should know is it's all, it's just almost like breast augmentation. Sure, there's standard, there's over the muscle and under the muscle, but there there are nuances to the way every surgeon does it. Mm-hmm. So I can't say yours will be exactly like this or this is exactly what a full tummy tuck is. But basically, a tummy tuck in general does three things in one surgery. It cuts off the extra skin, it tightens the ab muscles, and it does liposuction at the same time. So I ended up what was recommended for me, what was what's considered a mini tummy tuck. It's all three of those things. Mm -hmm. It just means a little less skin. I didn't have as much skin to be taken off as someone who needs a full tummy tuck, which is the most common type. Full tummy tuck is 90% of what we do. And that means all the same three things, but just a little bit more skin taken. And then some people who have lost and a lot of weight or had multiple pregnancies or multiples. You know, we see lots of women who have had twins or triplets. Whew. They need even a little more skin. Do you imagine? I know. Oh. No, <laughs> I cannot imagine. Um, and they have what's called an extended tummy tuck. But you can't really figure that out on your own. And I can say that with confidence because I couldn't figure it out. Like, remember, I thought I was for sure would get a full tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I wanted. And I mean, I know I see women all the time and no, he like after my exam and explaining, it made perfect sense. But that's why the consultation is just so important. Mm -hmm. But all those surgeries are fairly similar. Like a mini tummy tuck is not super easy. It's still full muscle tightening, 360 degree lipo and skin removal with a low incision, you know, inside of my hip bone to hip bone. Um, It just means a little less skin. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important for people too, because in my mind, before I knew all of this, a tummy tuck in my mind was a lot of 
like extra skin, like the pouch and mm-hmm. all of that. To me, in my mind, I'm like, that's a tummy tuck. But really, it has so much to do with that muscle repair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much skin you have, like extra skin you have at all. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, that was wrong. And yeah. yes, you can get that removed as a part of a tummy tuck, but that doesn't mean if you don't have extra skin, you aren't a candidate for a tummy tuck. Yeah. No, I think that's why some people were confused and gave me some negativity afterwards because my before picture didn't look like a traditional tummy tuck. I didn't have a hanging panis of skin. Mm -hmm. Whether you do or don't, just like what you said, like my core was very weak and my muscles were very separated and it was getting worse over time and I didn't like it. And when I found out I could safely do this procedure to permanently – and that's why I love, like, I will get to enjoy this. My posture is better. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I love seeing that in the pictures. And I didn't do it for that reason. But, oh, my God, the benefits. My pelvic floor is stronger. Like, mm-hmm. I had liposuction, too. I like to talk about it down in the pubic area. <laughs> do it. Um, it's called the mons pubis liposuction. Like, I kind of had a fat pad under where my C-section scars were. They liposuction that. Like, I just feel so much more confident even wearing yoga pants that all of that happened. Um, Some people say it helps, you know, when they do muscle tightening all the way to the top, it helps to bring your breasts a little closer together. Mm. Like just having my strong, tight core back feels so different. What was your recovery like? Okay. This is what was one of the hardest things for me to talk to women about before my tummy tuck about what their recovery would be like. Mm -hmm. And nothing has changed because it still (laughs) feels as individual as a human is to what someone's will be. And so I almost hate to talk about mine because I know mine's so different than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. My sister had a tummy tuck. uh, She had a full lift implants, tummy tuck, full tummy tuck a year before me. One of my best friends had a full tummy tuck, lift, and implant exchange two months before me. And then I had mine and all three of ours were just so different. And it's crazy. There's no rhyme or reason as to who's going to have an easier one or a harder one. We all had... kids of different ages. We all did different jobs and ours were totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, let's see, I knew that here we do modern tummy tucks, which means no drains and using a long lasting numbing medication that's injected into the muscles. And it takes about an hour to kick in after you wake up and it lasts for about 36 hours. So I don't really remember the wake-up process. I do. Uh, you, I know. I'm so glad you were there. Um, but that's part of a normal anesthesia, whatever that is, Versed or something they give mm-hmm. you, you have memory loss. Mm-hmm. So I know I was awake, but I don't personally remember. Now, my husband did tell me a couple times quietly afterwards, I told him, ouch, Aww. like this hurts a little more than I thought. I don't really remember that. And, you know, they wheel you out and I hopped into our car. I can't remember which car we even took, but we were like trying to decide which car would be the easiest for me to get into. Um, I don't remember the ride home, but he said I was very quiet, but saying I was uncomfortable. Mm. But by the time we got home and we live about 40 minutes away, um, then it was back to being manageable. Like I was more awake Mm. and I could help get myself in bed. But that initial sting that I felt that I remember very little of um, was more gone. And if I was sitting, like, and I got those triangle pillows, which were great. Like, I did not want to buy a recliner. Right. But I have a bed that kind of sits up fairly high. Um, and I was really glad I ended up getting those. If I was sitting in a nice incline in my bed and not moving, 
I would say my pain was zero. Like, which just surprised me because I had two C-sections and those first couple days were rough. Yeah. Like that was morphine or whatever they give you like <laughs> at the hospital. And now I was taking my two pain pills every six hours. I don't even remember at this point. Probably. Regularly. Um, but really, if I was sitting, completely comfortable. Nice. It was the twisting to get out of bed. And I mean, I had to get up and pee the first time. I think I had my husband there to help me get out of bed just to see and then I got up, shuffled to the bathroom, peed, <laughs> shuffled. I mean, everything was slow going. But for me, it was not very painful. And seeing, like, because right away you can see this kind of outline. You're wearing a garment, but I was like, it's done. And I can see this silhouette that I have never seen um, was so helpful. Like, that kept me going. I'm like, all right, this is going to suck for a couple days, but I can see – what I'm going to get to live with the rest of my life. And truly, I have more of a waist now than I probably ever did even before kids. That's awesome. Like, I just always was shaped pretty much like SpongeBob. <laughs> like, very square. And so, like, that – I was so excited about it. Um, and, you know, he helped me get up certain times through the night and take my pain pills. And But basically, he just left me alone for three, four, five days. I went back to work. On day six, seven, mm-hmm. um, that's not normal, <laughs> I know, for most people, but I felt comfortable driving. Mm-hmm. I'd gone to Target the day before because I escaped. just – I needed to get out of the house. I had that, like, emotional cry fit, which a lot of people do on, like, day five and six. I think that's just, like, anesthesia and pain meds and Probably frustration. frustration. Yeah, <laughs> not being normal. Um but I don't know. It really wasn't too bad. And then I had – you have to wear a garment, you know, or a compression garment for six weeks after. So they gave me two so I could kind of cycle those in and out, wash one, wear one. I ended up going to Target and getting a third one just because <laughs> I was enjoying buying things. Um, but it was not too bad. Now, I'm still – I don't know what I am, 12 weeks, 13 weeks, something like that now. It's still a little numb. I definitely am still a bit swollen. But – those expectations were set very clearly for me that six months, nine months, it will still be improving slowly. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I've had to put my patient hat on. <laughs> um, but man, it was easier than I thought it would be um, with the no drains and the long lasting numbing medication. Like imagine if you had drains. Oh my God. Yeah. I, well, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> like really? my problem, I, w- oh, I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't have. Um, just because I've gotten to see what that is looks like. And I mean, you really have to ha- have to want it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't think I was there. Maybe in the future, I would have gotten, I would have hit a different level of frustration. Right. But I, I would not have done it if I had to have drains. I think the most brutal part that I've learned from you about having drains is that you can't shower until like day mm-hmm. what twelve, thirteen, fourteen, whenever yep. those drains come out. Yep. And I could shower on day two. And I'm telling you, that was. It's very important. <laughs> like you felt gross leaving surgery. I knew that I had had betadine and blood and <laughs> just stuff all over me. I smelled like surgery and I just wanted to wash my hair. I'd been in bed for two days, <laughs> you know, taking pain meds, mm-hmm. like to be able to take off the garment. And my husband helped me to take it off, but then he was being very squeamish. <laughs> and I'm like, get out of the bathroom. Just let me do it on my own. And everybody's different in their comfort level. And, you know, I was not standing up straight and hunched over, but I washed my hair and didn't blow dry it or anything, but just let it air. It felt so good. Mm. But to look at that weirdness too, though, 
I don't know. It was cool. And there's still, there's tape left over your incision and you're supposed to leave that on for six weeks. It's the best scar protocol that we found. And I don't know if you've seen my scar, but it looks friggin' great It looks now. amazing. But so not, not seeing that incision either was probably helpful. Like it was under the tape. And so I knew it was there, but I'm glad I didn't see it right away. Mm-hmm. I knew it was nice and protected. And a lot of women ask, like, what about my C-section scars? And mm-hmm. you had two, right? Yep, yep. And they cut that out. Yeah. And, I mean, you don't have two C-section oh, you scars. Don't? I don't know how it works. I know, I know. <laughs> they go through the same one Ugh. each time. So – and mine wasn't horrible. Like, the actual incision faded nicely, but it had, like, this thick scar tissue under it. So it was always kind of like a shelf. Um, and so they cut that out completely. And this incision is very similar to that one. Like it's very low. I can wear any sort of little lace bathing suits or underwear and you would never see the incision. It's just a bit longer. Mm. And I know at three months, that's almost when it's the worst, but it will continue over a year to improve. And Amelia gave me scar, um, salve to use at the six-week mark, and I've started trying some other things now too, but I'm super happy with how it looks. Nice. And what's been your favorite part so far since having your tummy tuck? Oh, my God. Well, there's (laughs) a lot. There truly are a lot of things. Like, I just feel more confident. Like, confidence is my thing. Like, it's just such an empowering feeling. And my husband was funny. He very much did not think I needed to do this and was vocal about it. He's like, hey, I I don't think you need this. I don't see what you see. Um, but I'll support you. Um, I, I think I show him my results every single day. I'm like, look, look at this, look at this. Like I I come out and showing him my pants and things like that. And like, I think that's probably been how I feel in clothes, how I feel lying down. Like truly I could relax and look pregnant. Mm. Like I felt like I always needed to stay flexed throughout the day, like suck in flex to look proportionate. And now I don't have to do that at all. Being able to go and buy a traditional size pair of pants, because I always fit it in the hips and thighs, I just didn't fit it around my waist, has been so cool. And just, I don't know, feeling like the effort I put out into working out and eating healthy, I get to see. Hmm. Um, I don't know. That's not, that's many things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've done one bathing suit, like shopping experience so far, and it was so amazing that I bought five in one and that and you know that never happens. Yeah. Like, come on. And you you do have body confidence, but for most of us, you try on multiple bathing suits at different times. And, it gets and maybe you buy one yeah. once a year that's the least offensive. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn it, this one is fine. I'll buy it. But oh my God, to buy five, like everyone I tried on was better than the last one. And I'm like, well, I'm taking them all. Like that kind of feeling <laughs> awesome. is great. Yeah. Um And yeah, the whole thing has been better and easier. And I keep telling people, I was very realistic about my expectations. That was the thing that worried me the most. What if I do all of this and I'm disappointed afterwards? Um, So I went into it very aware that I'm never going to look like a Victoria's Secret model. You know, I'm 5'3", 135 pounds. I have a stocky build. But the outcome has already exceeded what my expectations were. And so I just know that will get better And I'm just, I don't know, the whole thing. I wish I wouldn't have waited so long. Mm -hmm. And we hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm still glad I was 41. How old was I when I did it? 41. 41. I'm 42 now. So I was basically almost 42. I mean, I I could have done it at 35. um, So I regret doing that. But I'm glad I wasn't 60. Right. um, Because 
I see I see what my mama looks like. Mm. <laughs> She's not going to hear this. Yep. <laughs> so what would you say to someone who is not really on the fence, but they know they want to have a tummy tuck? What would yeah. be the next step for them? This has actually been hard for me because I've heard from so many women in other states through this experience. Like, it's very easy. If you're in North Carolina, I'm like, come here. Right. You know, like I, I've seen a million of them. I've talked to a million of them. I know our surgeons. I know our techniques. I know our operating room. Like, you at least have to have a consultation, like find out. Um, but I've heard from so many other women and even in other countries, hey, here's what my surgeon recommended. He does drains and he doesn't do – and I'm like, God, it's really hard for me to give advice because I want to say, I'm sorry, there is no reason a surgeon needs to use drains unless you have had a large weight loss. Um, and I, I'm hearing a lot of – hey, I only need a mini tummy tuck, but my surgeon won't do muscle tightening with a mini. Really? And I want to go, well, that's bullshit. (laughs) Like a lot of surgeons believe you need to have a full to have the muscle tightening. And it's just not true. So, I mean, obviously you got to go with see a board certified plastic surgeon. Um, But I don't know, watch one of our orientation videos. Like maybe that would help you learn why doing drainless or doing modern tummy tucks would be what you should seek out, Mm -hmm. whether you're not willing to travel to Raleigh. And I understand that. Like Mm -hmm. you've got kids and you live in Kansas. Like you can find somebody, (laughs) kids in Kansas, you can find somebody who's board certified, who does modern tummy tucks and who does the muscle tightening with any of the tummy tucks because that's the most important. Mm -hmm. Truly, don't have a tummy tuck without the muscle tightening. It's like having a facelift without the muscle tightening. You pulling the skin <laughs> go back. over a shitty foundation. <laughs> like don't just pull skin down over a shitty muscular foundation. And if you've had pregnancies, your muscles are stretched out. Mm. So I think that that's just been the most important part. It's like the inside, mm-hmm. like giving me that inner corset, whether I, he got rid of a little skin or did a little liposuction would not have changed the shape mm-hmm. as dramatically. But I just – I'm a big, big proponent of the science behind drainless tummy tucks. It's been around for almost nine years now. Um, it's endorsed by the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason, again, unless you've had a large weight loss or some extreme circumstances, that you should need to have a drain with a tummy tuck and you shouldn't have to have one. Right. So it's, it's important to be educated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. So what I would say for anyone that's listening um, – if you've had your surgery, it's important to tell your story. Like, mm-hmm. this is really helpful for so many people. And again, I know everyone's recovery or experience is different, but just having an idea of what to expect is so helpful. Yep. So if you're in bus mob and you haven't told your story yet, I would encourage you to get in there because regardless of it being the same or different as someone else's, it's going to benefit so many people to really paint the picture and get an idea of what to expect. Mm -hmm. It was the most motivating thing for me. Mm. Like I I just – I want to thank everyone who responded positively. (laughs) And, you know, like that just – it kept me going and made this feel so much bigger than myself, Mm. you know. And so many women struggle with this issue and area. And a tummy tuck is not for everybody. Um, But I just – that sharing my story was the best thing that I've done Mm -hmm. ever. 
<laughs> right. Okay, that's dramatic. <laughs> but no, it just, it made the entire thing really cool. Yeah. And you did it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. Yeah. And the only way to really know if you're a candidate for a tummy tuck is to have a consultation to get that personalized plan. They'll be able to assess your muscles and your skin laxity. Mm-hmm. Do you need liposuction? Some people ask, well, what if I don't need liposuction? What do you say? No, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, good get for you. Here. Good for you. Yeah. But hey, like I was fairly fit. But he still found plenty of areas, and I am so glad. You're like, let's get creative. Yeah, because for the rest of my life, I will now never have issues in those areas. Mm-hmm. Like, after liposuction, you're basically unable to gain a ton of weight in those areas. And I know as aging and menopause mm-hmm. and things like that will happen to me, <laughs> um, those areas will. But now, hey, they're gone. I've eliminated them now. Mm-hmm. So I am like, yeah. <laughs> so Don't I'll, ta- me. I'll talk you into <laughs> it. Don't let me put that on the list. And. I don't know. Even recovery-wise, ladies, I know people have worse ones and better ones, and you have small kids at home or don't or have a demanding job. Like, it goes by so quickly, too, that, I don't know, it's just such a small space of your life where you're recovering. I think I dwelled way too much on what that would be like, and in a week or two, it's over. Mm -hmm. And now for the rest of my life, and hopefully that'll be like 50 years more, I'll get to enjoy this. And... um. I don't know. My husband would tell you he wishes he could have helped more oh, after. Like he, I just kind of was like, get out and leave me alone. <laughs> I think people always ask about the sex thing. I mean, I think two to three weeks out is what I waited. Mm-hmm. And we always say until you're comfortable. And that was fine. Like it just wasn't so bad. And the inner thigh liposuction added to mine. Mm-hmm. And they were sore. But in certainly no way, like I just moved a little more gingerly, like I'd worked <laughs> out really hard. Um, but I'm so glad I did that at the same time too. Mm-hmm. And you're back to working out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you're running. Six and- weeks was when they told me into like hard workouts, mm-hmm. and and I was walking and stuff like that ahead of time. But I felt no need <laughs> until the six week mark to start working out. And even that, I probably didn't start until seven or eight weeks jogging. But I have been back. Like I can do burpees and I can do all these things, Ugh. but I don't really feel the need <laughs> so much anymore. Um, because honestly, I learned a lot about my ab muscles and things you should and shouldn't do, like, you know, working out your sides and it makes them bulge out. Oh, and no. yeah, I just, I'm going to be a lot more careful and do, probably do more Pilates and mm. mix it up a little bit more um, to enjoy this. But no, I joked, I tend to run or walk more. And I've always had thick thighs. Like I played soccer through college. And I have had to learn like a new normal of running really? because for the first time in my entire life, my legs aren't rubbing together. That's nice. So I told Dr. Pyle at first, my knees were hitting each other when I were <laughs> running. And I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. Usually my thighs must stop them. <laughs> <laughs> but they into weren't. Each other. <laughs> and it has been such a weird, like I feel so much quicker <laughs> and like – oh, running is easier Mm. because I don't have this friction between my thighs. And I had no idea how powerful that was. That's cool. Yeah, Like We hear that with like breast reductions, how much easier exercising is. I feel faster and lighter. And I mean, I used to not be able to wear shorts while running because when my skin touched, I would get burned. Like Mm, um, like chafing? Yeah. Um, I just have always had thick thighs and I still have thick thighs. They're just not they don't touch in the middle anymore. And it's amazing. <laughs> you got your thigh gap. I got my thigh gap. <laughs> well, thank you, Greta, for telling us your story and what to expect before, during, and after. 
and really inspiring ladies, like it doesn't mean you have to have extra skin. It could, it's so much to do with your core and your muscles and just feeling confident in your skin. Absolutely. And, and I will keep those Instagram highlights yes. for as long as Instagram exists. If you're not grossed out, I have three highlights on my Instagram. My Instagram is Greta Nance, um, first and last name. And then there's surgery. So there's some gross ones on there. Your autopsy. People <laughs> joked that it, they're like, girl, I just saw your autopsy. I mean, but man, it's intense. It's cool. Um, it is cool. The human body is just amazing. And then I have two because they started filling up. Uh, I think it's like recovery and recovery two. Mm-hmm. I filled up the full recovery because wow. I tried to post every day. I tried to post what I was eating, what things were helping me. I posted the triangle pillows that I got, like the garments I was wearing. I really wanted to kind of document my process. Mm-hmm. And then the recovery two has been a little more like back to life. But scar updates, bathing suit updates, things like that. I'm sure I'll have a recovery three at some point. <laughs> My husband is like, when are you going to stop posting half-naked pictures on the internet? Yeah, don't worry I'm about like, it. <laughs> I truly never would have done anything like that uh-huh. before. But it's science, you know? I'm you I'm helping other people. It's so science. I'm going to keep posting them. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that and helping everybody with that. Um, and if you're like Greta and you've already had your surgery, get in Bus Mob, tell your story because you will inspire others and give confidence to other people to take that next step. Um, and as for what we're going to talk about next, we want to hear from you. We have a phone number that you can text, and that is 919-367-1661. And we want to hear what topics that you want us to cover because we can rattle on all day long, but we want to hear what the ladies of Bus Mob, like what's important to you. So send us a text. Or you can just send nudes. Or, or you know, <laughs> Greta likes nudes. So I like send, <laughs> send nudes. You heard it from her. Um, and that's it. So Thank thanks. you. Thank thanks you for, for giving me the opportunity to share it because truly it was such a cool experience. And the community mm. that you've created and fostered and there's just so much positivity there mm-hmm. that kept me going. And I want to pay that forward and... I hope you do too. Totally. Thanks, girl. Signing out. (laughs) Bye.